you for tuning in to Dumb Kids Playing Hero, a Standing Stones actual play production focused on communal world building and having fun with friends. Today, as always, we'll be playing Idiot Teenagers with a Death Wish, a hack of Blades in the Dark by John Harper, in which you play shapeshifters fighting a guerrilla war against a parasitic invasion. Playing with me today, we have August playing Adrian. Hi, I'm August. I literally waved at my microphone. Um, you can find me on Twitter at HarpyDora. Uh, you can find uh, other podcasts that I do um, at Stones underscore Standing on Twitter because I am one of those millennials who just does podcasts instead of starting bands. Um, and my pronouns are they, them. Mac playing Ariel. Sup, I'm Mac. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Citadel of Swords. Uh, August stole all of my podcast plugs, so I'll <laughs> leave it there. Jade playing Kel. What up? It's me, your boy, Jade. You can <laughs> hey. find me on Twitter <laughs> at Jade Oxford Rose. I use they, them pronouns. Anya playing Jude. I'm Anya. I use they, them pronouns, and you can find me on Twitter at aka Anya. Richard playing Benny. Hi, I'm Richard. I uh, use he, him pronouns. You can find me on Twitter at Corvus underscore Azure. And Brian playing Dante. Hi, I'm Brian. Uh, you can uh, I use he, him pronouns. You can find me on the internet at RoomwarePod. Uh, you can also find other podcasts that I do on the Room Where It Happened and also Gay Space Rocks with August, where we talk about Steven Universe. Find it on Twitter, at Gay Space Pod. Listen to it. Love it. Have a great day. I love you. <laughs> uh, and I'm Danielle. I DM this thing. I use she or they pronouns. And you can find me on Twitter at RedtailTalk90 and the games that I write at RedtailTalk90.itch.io. Uh, if you want to listen to Jade and I talk about the series of Animorphs in canon and not just this weird fanfiction that we are building together, uh, you can find us on the Escafil Files on your podcatcher of choice or at Escafil Files on Twitter. Also, I finally made a Dumb Kids Twitter, which hey. can be found uh, at DKPHPod. That's as in Dumb Kids Playing Hero Pod. Um, oh, if should we like talk about the Incorrect Quotes blog? Oh, yeah, sure. Yes. <laughs> Go yes. for it. Back, it's so good. Um, yeah, I made, a, I, I made a side blog for Dumb Kids Incorrect Quotes because I went on a tangent in the discord a few days ago so you can find that at a few days ago at time of recording um so you can find that at incorrect dkph yeah um dot tumblr.com <laughs> Uh, if you like what we do and want to wear two raccoons arguing over a cell phone on your face, you can find Dumb Kids merch created by Izzy at Psychic Studios on Redbubble. Uh, at this point, you have surely heard us call on Izzy to draw various ridiculous scenarios, and C always comes through for us. Go send money, Seer Way. Oh, also, if you want, I'm going to order them soon. If you want a bumper sticker that is plain white text on a black background that says, uh, Justin Timberlake <laughs> is a ravioli of oatmeal. Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> just hit me yes. up on Twitter yes, at RoomwarePod. It will be $5. <laughs> yeah, send me one of those, Brian. Don't worry. Yep, yep. We're going to be sued for libel. <laughs> <laughs> what? I want Justin Timberlake to prove that he's not a ravioli of oatmeal. <laughs> I mean, I'll take honestly, that motherfucker to court. Hey, honestly, hey, Justin like. Timberlake. 
anytime he eats oatmeal, you could consider him a ravioli of oatmeal. So boom. <laughs> Justice Scalia, I think you will see that. <laughs> oh my God. Jesus Christ! <laughs> All right, kids. <laughs> we're we're gonna get hit with a slap lawsuit. Let's keep going. Our lines, which are things we absolutely do not want to see, are racism, sexism, transphobia, homophobia, anti-Semitism, violence against children, sexual assault, domestic violence or intimate partner violence, emotional abuse, self-harm, suffocation, drowning, and claustrophobia. Our veils, which are things we're okay with including but won't leave the camera on, are steamy situations, terminal illness, pandemics, and depression. Content warnings for this game include mind control, descriptions of bodily harm, bodily body horror, and violence against people who are in the bodies of animals. Last time we had downtime. What happened? <laughs> uh, <laughs> a few things. Uh, Jude tried go- to find Ariel and, did, and Ariel did not want to be found. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. true. Yep. Uh, you found a temporary place to park the bug fighter and then a more permanent place to park the bug fighter. There was some issues with parking <laughs> the first time. It's fine. Uh, you reunited Jet and Gra. Um, uh, Adrian and Jude led some search taxons on a merry chase through the sewers. Um, and you... Uh, talked to Alma Fox about the weird fact that they don't smell like anything. Yep. (laughs) We also finished our exit pipeline, and I say our, but... Ariel's. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, the exit pipeline is done. Uh... Yeah, you've got... Kellen Dante had a date. Oh yeah, yeah. We did do that. <laughs> Dante finally tried to relieve stress. It didn't go great. Uh, <laughs> dice, I got the, the wrong cell. Good, I got the bad cell phone. They were out of the good cell phone. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can say that all you want, but we really just know that Kel was too attractive for Dante to be able to uh, let loose on the date. It's true. <laughs> I did get the bad cell phone, though. <laughs> you did get the bad cell phone. It's, it's true. true. I bought a Palm Pilot. No, I didn't buy a Palm Pilot. I bought a Blackberry. Yeah, you they didn't have with any Palm Pilots. Because they had my Palm Pilot. Yep. I ain't giving up my keyboard. <laughs> uh, is there anything important that we're missing? Cal uh, went and burned Vice, and that went bad. Oh, yeah. Well, the burning Vice part of it went great, and then uh, Billy, one of Benny's dads, the one we knew was yerked, which is why Benny came along to band practice, um, tried to take Kel at the end mm-hmm. of the practice, and which point we did a very clever thing, which was Kel fall over and dislocated their hip on purpose. Yep. <laughs> As you do. As you do. And uh, Benny got them out of there, saying that he was going to take them to the hospital. So mm-hmm. They're fine. They partially morphed in the van on the way home, or the way back to the boat. They're fine. Yeah. Healing power. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have no repercussions of that event whatsoever. They are totally <laughs> fine. None at all. <laughs> None whatsoever. 
listen, all physical harm is completely erased by morphing. Thumbs up. Uh, oh, Ariel's acting weird. Yeah, Ariel's acting weird because she is traumatized. But she is back. <laughs> she is back. Yes. She's back. She finished the exit pipeline with Kel and Dante. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had computer time. We had computer yeah. time. Tick, 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 tick. Oh, yeah, and Hunter. Hunter participated in that. Uh, because that you contacted... Uh, we got in touch with Jazz. Jazz, yeah. Yeah! <laughs> Woo! Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Uh, <clears throat> this time... We're actually not going to jump straight into a mission. Um, we're, we're breaking up the cycle here a little bit. We're going to do a kind of hybrid free play slash additional downtime session. Um, because we've realized that with the events of the Yerk Kingdom game, now would be actually a good time for a short season break. Um, with this, with the, what this means is that in-game, uh, our characters will have a period of one and a half to two months to regroup and or get into new trouble. Uh, then, uh, there will be one more mission. Um, and then out of game, we are going to rest. <laughs> um, which means that- after fucking break! Take a fucking break. Uh, we've been recording a lot recently, y'all. Um, which means Between that after three you hear this- shows. Huh? Between all three of our, our main uh-huh. shows. Yeah. Like- And the new whew. ones that we've all started. Yeah. <laughs> uh- but that means that after you hear this, you're going to hear one more mission, and then there will be a lull in content basically until the new year, um, at which point uh, we'll pick up recording again and get episodes out to you as quickly as we can. Uh, you can stay up to date with what's going on by following our Twitter, which again is at DKPHpod. Um, we'll keep you posted as to the new schedule uh, once we've finalized it. Um, so, after the last downtime, um, after the last downtime, uh, things kind of stayed weirdly quiet. Um, so you probably expected that after pulling off this heist at the Yerk Pool, where you not only stole a Yerk prisoner... Two Yerk prisoners. Two Yerk prisoners. <laughs> uh, from the Yerk pool, uh, out from under the noses of their guards. You also stole uh, a not insignificant amount of technology and also a bug fighter and also uh, <laughs> shot out the um, the exit tunnel, the, the, the launch tunnel for the bug fighters. I mean, we uh, also uh, acquired an animatronic... Yeah, I was going to say the yeah, animatronic. from the cancelled show, uh, Airbuddy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you, <laughs> on further inspection, as you go through the bug fighter, you find that there are props stored on it. It's weird. Um, but you, you kind of expected some repercussions to come about right after this, but things have been weirdly quiet. Um, the reason for that uh, is because currently uh, the Yerks are having a crisis of leadership um, and uh, oatmeal. <laughs> <laughs> Love that for them. <laughs> um, 
this won't last forever, but for now, uh, after, you know, several weeks, you know, probably a couple of months now of being tense and wary and going on these life or death missions, you feel like you can finally take a breath, not relax, but take a breath and regroup and um, kind of figure out what you want your next steps to be. So mechanically, I want everyone to relieve any stress that they have accumulated. So you'll start the next mission with zero stress. Feels bad. <laughs> Damn, Brian, I can't believe you're going to have to do all this all over again. <laughs> I've worked so hard for all this stress. <laughs> I believe in you, Brian. You can do it again. <laughs> um, and uh, we're going to say that in this period of one and a half to two months, you can take up to three downtime type actions. You can also do other shit, just like a regular downtime. You know, it's only the quote unquote downtime actions that are limited. Um, but you can take up to three uh, for actions that you would normally roll for. Just assume a mixed success. So you all you automatically get um, some level of success with anything you work on. Um, unless you want to roll, I guess, for more for a chance at a better outcome, but that's up to you. Um, and I'm going to have you look at your bonds and directives and decide if any of them need to change during this period of time. Uh, I think the first question that we really need to uh, address here um, is Constance, who is currently... Still, uh, in the freezer on the boat. So, um, we might as well call it a cell because when we say she's in the freezer, it sounds like yeah. we have frozen her in. <laughs> yeah, I keep forgetting it doesn't work. Like we are, we are Jason Voorhees in the sixth, like Friday the Thirteenth movie. <laughs> Also, I want it to be known that we are not fridging her. <laughs> yeah, no. Hey! <laughs> also, get out, baby. Fuck, that was that was terrible. Do you feel that as bad so inside good. as I do I, outside I about that? That was August? so good. No, no. My conscience is clear. Hearing the groans. August, I love you. <laughs> I love you too, Mac. <laughs> baby, bye. I am um. suffering. <laughs> so. Who whose job is it on the boat to take care of Constance? Like not in a metaphorical. I was gonna way, say if you're a, saying like that in a violent way, like that like would like be mine. taking her water and food and making sure that she can move her arms every once in a while so she doesn't get weird blood Wait. diseases because of the position. Why do we have her? Why do we have her tied up? She's why blind. do you have her tied up? Yeah, she's blind and we lock the doors broken so you can't get out from the inside. Okay, so, so. You, she's not tied up. Yeah, um, she's she's able to just sit in the in in the unworking freezer. Yeah, um, I mean, I'm sure we drug a mattress in there at some point too. 
Okay. Well, you say I'm sure we have, but I was under the impression that she was sitting in a chair this whole time. (laughs) I mean, for like the first day, but when Uh it became a long-term situation, it's like, well. Okay. Um, So in that case, kind of uh, talk to me about how you are uh, literally taking care of Constance in this, in for at least the first few days while you figure out what's going to happen because uh, the audience will remember she was de-yerked like right before you went on the heist mission. Uh, so really by the time downtime rolled around, um, it, it had only been like a day. So we can say that you situated her up at least slightly more comfortably, but uh, you're going to have to deal with this situation sooner rather than later in this period of time here. Which brings me back to my original question. Who's, who t- takes care of taking her food and water and stuff? Well, it definitely can't be Benny. We may contrado it. No. <laughs> Rude. Welcome aboard. Hope you like trauma. That's <laughs> uh, fine. He's already got plenty. What's a little more? <laughs> Honestly, the most likely candidate would be Max. Mm-hmm. Would Max agree to do that, Anya? I think if... Uh... If everyone made it clear that, like, he needed to be the one to do it, then, yeah, he'd probably, like, Jude would put his hand on his shoulder, like, it's okay. Because I know that he definitely doesn't like Constance. Like, he had that very negative reaction on learning that she was a voluntary controller. Mm-hmm. I yeah, I would have made the suggestion that it isn't the same person that does it every time. Mm-hmm. As well, even if she is blind, yeah, right now. But this Kel would do it, but they are not the person equipped to be going up and down the levels in the ship while carrying food and water. So, right. I think Max. If Max did it, it would probably be a situation of like walk in, like drop tray on the floor, walk out. <laughs> Jesus. Good. All right. Um. So if, if you're on some sort of rotational schedule, um, I think what happens is one morning someone goes in to give her her normal food and water, like hands it to her. So it's probably not Max. Um, hands it to her. Uh, and in the process of trying to do that, realizes that one, she's not super responsive. And two, she's burning up because of fever. Um, what do you do? Hmm. So there's whoever it is comes up and tells whoever else is around on the boat, just like, yo, uh, we got a situation here. Mm-hmm. 
I, I assume we all rush down there. Much yeah. Like this. <laughs> <laughs> Do we, we like if we're all here? I'm fuck it. I'm going down there. Fuck it. Okay. If if everyone's going down, I will go down as well. Benny will go down, but hang in the hallway outside the freezers. Mm-hmm. Ariel will, will do the same thing as Benny. Mm-hmm. Um, so Dante and Kel, um, when I, I, I'm guessing you go in to like get a better look at what's going on, or mm-hmm. sure, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Um, it, it basically it looks like her wounds have become infected. Um. And she is having a bad time trying to fight it off. Um, and clearly she needs uh, medical attention. Even more so than she already did. Sort of indicate to leave back out as we probably shouldn't talk in front of her and mm-hmm. shut the door again. She is getting sick. Yeah, I mean, that's not surprising. Uh, she was scratched by dirty owl claws and we didn't really do anything about that. I mean, like, she's going to need, like, serious antibiotics. Well, we don't, I don't know. I don't feel like we have enough, do we have enough time to like call a group meeting on this? I don't know how infections work. Uh, You probably have some that was, time. That was me just um, talking to Kel. I know. <laughs> me, yeah. Brian knows. I've had a number of okay. infections. It's fine. Yeah. No, uh, we should, I mean, <laughs> I've been sick enough times, but yeah, I reckon we've got enough time to at least talk to everybody about what the fuck we're going to do here. All right, I pull up my phone. Are we like, not all just standing in the hallway? Uh, I think the only people we don't know where they are are Adrian, Jude, and potentially Max. Uh, I'm going to group text like, like emergency meeting. Everybody get here now or call. <laughs> that would be I mean, just put them on speakerphone or something. You know what I mean? Jude will probably pop his head out of a door down the hall that's Max's room, like, hi. We got a situation. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Is Adrian on the boat right now, uh, August, or would he be, like, get on speakerphone, like, call in? Um, I think he'd probably be, uh, like, speakerphone. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I don't think he hangs around the boat too terribly much. Like he's there sometimes, but I don't think he makes a habit of hanging around for super long periods of time. I see how it is. I think you're too good for the boat life. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so yeah, lay, lay the situation out for everybody. I'm. I've seen some nasty uh, infections at the aquarium, but I 
mean, we're not doctors. I mean, really, she needs to go to a hospital? Yeah. I mean, we could get a... We could get a... Try and get a wide-spectrum antibiotic and just give it to her. I don't want to be responsible for her painful death. Well, I mean, I'm talking about getting Kel like looks a- at Jude like, <laughs> Benny is right there. Ariel's looking at <laughs> Benny like, what the fuck? I'm talking about getting, like, a broad spectrum, like an erythromycin or some shit like that. Uh, or, you know, some, something similar. Like, we can get that. We, we all turn into animals. We'll just go to a vet and steal it. No. <laughs> Okay. We need a more permanent solution here. We can't just keep her in a freezer rotting to death. I'm fair. We either get rid of her or we take her to medical attention. Those are our choices. All right, damn we, boy. <laughs> we we can't get rid of her. Good. That's the answer we, I wanted. Okay. I mean, listen, you got you are in charge here. You're steering this fucking boat. That was a bad yeah. metaphor since we're on a boat that you do, in fact, steer. But. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, Dante. I didn't mean it. That's it wasn't meant of, to be a joke. I'm very laughter. serious. That's right. out of character laughter. I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't actually mean for that to be a joke. Um, <laughs> it happened in character now, though. It's true. Yes. The. Uh, but no, like for like, you've got point on this, so. Whatever you want to do, we're doing. All right. So we need to get her to medical attention, and we need to do so in a way that she can't implicate us. Well, I mean, right. Okay. So what does the Eric's gone, right? So what does she know about this place, about this group? Like, what does she know? She knows it's a boat. She knows I was there because we chucked me into the cell with her. Uh, If she was even vaguely conscious when we brought her here. She knows it's near where your studio was. Okay. So if she knew about the studio, she knew about the whole and like bandits thing. And is that what she thinks is going on here? I think everyone in the York Empire knows about the Andalite bandits at this point. Okay. The thing is, they think we're still Andalites. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Then... So let's play with that. Yeah, she doesn't have to know that it was you. We could say it was a morph. Well, we sort of implied that it was. I'll double down. Make it so she can't have any sort of reasonable doubt that it it was actually Benny. And then, well, we just... Drop her somewhere and call 911. Uh, okay. Yeah, why don't we go get... Um, well, she doesn't, she doesn't know what's happened, that we got the prisoners out, right? No. Not yet. Okay. So, but if she does run into other Yerks... They'll tell her. I mean, my concern 
for this is, are we just handing her off to the Yurg Empire we know is pretty big? The Yurks are pretty big on the, you're not useful to me anymore, and now you're dead. <sighs> sort of, you know, leadership plan. Well, if she knows that, maybe she won't go back to them. That's also a good point. She's smart. Okay. Well, I mean, easy, easy peasy. Getting her help. We just dump her at a payphone, call 911, and then leave. Danielle, what does this message mean? We have to. She was talking about the Hork Vizier. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I know that we have two aliens on board. I'm we wondering use, why. We can use them to help us. Okay. Sell yeah. the idea that we're Andalites. Yeah, because the less you interact with her as humans, the less suspicious it is. Right. I mean, I can turn into a hork Bajir. You can. Yeah. You can. Also, you do a, have a that. valid way to take care of that. Mm-hmm. Um. All right. So, all right. Let's. If we're doing this, let's go ahead and let's get. We need to move. So, I'm gonna turn into a big fucking lizard. Benny, you want to come with? No. Someone else needs to go in as me. Okay. Okay. Oh, I meant when we go to drop her off. Oh yeah. Okay. That totally makes sense. Yeah. We need somebody to call nine one one. Uh, I can make it so she calls 911. Okay. Also, you have a truck that I can get into as a big lizard, so. <laughs> These are so, all important things. So we wait until nightfall, and then do this? I mean, we can just... Right or right, we, we could just go to a not-populated... Like, all we gotta do is walk out to the truck... Get in the truck. Sure, but if you're going to be moving around as a hork Dante, maybe you want to not be in broad daylight? Just a pitch. Why? How is somebody this smart? So, never mind. Okay, what are they going to gonna... What are the, What are the Yerks going to do? Be like, ah, one of our escaped hork Like It's less the Yerks that I'm worried about and more like the other people around the port. Oh, they'll be real scared. It's fine. <laughs> We've got to move this boat, so... I'm just going to flick him on the forehead and go get ch- into, changed into something yeah. different that can accommodate being taller. Yeah. yeah. I think uh, Jude would offer to swim alongside the boat as we relocate it as an octopus to like keep an eye out. Yeah. Yeah. But when we get back, we got to move this boat. Cool. So. All right. Uh, Dante. Uh, it's really easy to pick up Constance as a knife lizard. I would imagine, um, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm big, big probably pretty easy man. to pick her up as a person right now. Hmm. Yeah, um, but like not even so, the hork are one <laughs> strong, uh, and two, she's not going to struggle yeah. uh, in her condition, plus also in the hands of a knife lizard. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, you, you pick her up and take her out to the truck. Um I'm going to say you get lucky and nobody spots you getting into the truck um, because I don't want to deal with that right now. 
Uh, and yeah, you drive to the nearest payphone. Um, Benny, you said you had a way to make her call nine one one. Yeah, I morph into her. Okay. Uh, you morph into Constance. Uh, what do you say to nine one one? Please help. I've I've been hurt. I'm sick. I need I need an ambulance. Please help. And then just drop the phone. Okay. Um, you leave it on the line, but hanging there. Yeah, leave it on the line, but hanging there. Yeah. Um. You set Constance next to the payphone and get out of there. Um, she does get picked up by an ambulance and they take her to the hospital and put her on some really strong antibiotics, um, bandage her face, etc. Uh, okay, you get back to the boat and you're moving the boat. Jude, you're going along outside to keep an eye on things. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thanks, Octodad. <laughs> um, uh, so where are you thinking of moving the boat to? Just a different port, or...? Let's have a look. <laughs> I mean, we can't just sit out in the middle of the ocean. I mean, we can, but it's not like makes things hard. Mm -hmm. I mean, I would assume we need to go to a different port. Can we steal another boat? <laughs> Can we steal? Steal another boat's credentials. Sure. So, like, if somebody's looking Hack the for... port authority. Huh? Yeah. Hack the port authority files. Yeah, so if somebody's looking for our boat, if they find out the name, you know, any information on our boat, it's just the... It's harder to figure out. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Um... I'm going to say you can just do that. You're you've got two you've got an elite hacker and someone who also can do computers. So <laughs> mm, which one is Danielle talking about? The uh <laughs> I'm number 1. Right. Yeah. At this, sure. Yeah. You two have different specialties, that's all. Um <laughs> Yeah, Except so you, have, you get. What's funny is we have different specialties, even though we're te like technically on like on paper, we have the same pips and basically everything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so you move the boat to a different port and get some fake papers, um, and and set it up there. Do you change the name of the boat? Yes. What do you change it to? Yeah. Bandit. <laughs> That's a giveaway. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost as bad as just putting and the light on the side of the boat. Like. <laughs> Andy Lightfoot. Oh. Oh. What if we just called it boat? 
<laughs> Bodie McBoat face. That's uh, that's that's in character. Uh, <laughs> I mean, part of me wants to be like the visor three. <laughs> <laughs> Boat name generator. <laughs> Alan Fangor. Oh my god. <laughs> and that's the story of how we were caught. I swear to god, I will turn this boat around. Would that's you say, a good Benny? name. I like Seize the Day. Seize the Day, but it seizes in oceans. Oh, oh yeah, I liked it. yeah. Very good, very good. <laughs> did you find? Did you find that one that's like on lingerandlook.com and click the I like puns? No, I I did cheesy boat names. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I found one that's like it will generate just pun ones. Good. See through boat. No, don't do this to me. <laughs> <laughs> Please. Naval idea. And then Kel just jumped off the boat and swam away. Yeah. <laughs> Weird. Swimming back to Ireland. Catch you later, peeps. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, God. This one's pretty good for us. It's the pure idiotic table. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. I've never felt so seen before. <sighs> you know, I actually, I think I like that one. Yeah, let's, let's yeah. go with that. Okay. Uh, you rename the boat. You've got falsified ship papers. Uh, you're in a different dock. Um, as far as you can tell, this is probably the safest that you've been in a while. In terms of no one knowing where you are. Um, oh, Temrash is going to have a hard time. Poor guy. Uh, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Just use some more oatmeal. You'll feel better. <laughs> Just fill up the bad thoughts with oatmeal instead. And empty only oatmeal. <laughs> Is that the theme song for their uh, their show? Just fill up the bad thoughts with oatmeal instead. Is is Temrash now the ravioli of oatmeal? Uh, maybe. <laughs> I am only, I'm only eating that oatmeal from now on. <laughs> I'm like, if I'm going down. <laughs> All right. Uh, cool. Uh, crisis, uh, not averted, but transformed deferred. as something else. <laughs> deferred. Yeah. Tri crisis deferred. Tri crisis ignored. <laughs> it's what we do best. Yep. All right. So, uh, who would like to go next with, uh, doing something during this downtime-esque, uh, period of time? Hey, Great. Jade, do you want to talk about apartments? <laughs> yeah, sure. Let's talk about apartments. Let's talk about apartments. <laughs> okay. So, when did this starts, like, um, Kel has got, like, a few things, have has very few things, and is probably, like, trying to figure out uh, what they know of Eloise's schedule, so that when they can go back to the apartment to just get their stuff. Yeah. So, and with the current intention of living on the boat. I feel like Ariel would have offered to help and been like, 
your roommate is a real piece of work, huh? I mean, before presumably the uh, space slug took up residence, I liked her quite a lot. But as of late, yeah. Yeah. Listen, all I'm saying is if you need someone to run interference, in case she shows up early or whatever. Appreciate it. I mean, maybe I should ask Adrian if he wants to, like, go get coffee with her or something, get her out of the apartment for sure. I'm just like, I'll just punch her in the face, but, you know. I mean, that's great <laughs> and all, but uh, I'd, I'd rather you not get into a altercation with uh, pre-law people from Harvard. They tend to have lots of friends. <laughs> I'm not saying she probably doesn't deserve it, but No, you're you're probably right about that. Well, hey, um, here's a here's a here's another thought. So I'm I'm never home anymore. And I don't think my roommate would even notice if I left. <coughs> I, I listen. I know it's October. They might notice when the rain comes. Trying to find too. a place is <laughs> oh, whatever. It's October first, and trying to find a place in 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 this time is tricky. But I bet it would be easier if it was two people trying to look. If you wanted, Kel looks genuinely a little bit like surprised. Just like you'd want to live with me. I mean, yeah, that's kind of what I'm trying to get at here. No, I appreciate it. I just, people don't tend to volunteer for that kind of thing. That's stupid. What? I'm not a people person. (laughs) I'm not people. (laughs) No, and I'm kind of multiple people now. So I'm kind of am a people person. That's probably not a conversation I could have with anybody else outside of this oh, select shit. group. So, you you took that 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 mix and match uh, ability right for your morphs. Yeah, I did. Uh, I look, I made pick crews. They're in the chat. Roll wait, up. Right, right, Everybody's right. hot. But if you can mix different features from different morphs, can you get like four fucking arms? You're horrifying. <laughs> <laughs> You are not allowed to coach me in the morphin. I'm talking to Ariel, fuck off. <laughs> I like that Benny t- or Dante just like rolls up to their conversation to ask. This I just like bust in the room. Question. Oh shit! <laughs> Wait a second, Cal! Cal, I had a great idea. Me screaming from the boat. Guys! Guys! Jesus. <laughs> How many Red Bull has he had this morning? <laughs> That's that's none. <laughs> oh yeah. He's just like that. No, but I mean it it makes it makes it honestly makes more sense to have people, you know, if if we are living together, then we don't have to try and keep this part of our life. I mean, we should sure. try to keep it out of a uh, an apartment because it would be nice to have a place to go to, but um 
but also a place for all of us to be that's not the boat would be good. Yeah. I'll do some do some research. That that'll be great. Thank you, Ariel. Yeah. Do you mention this in Benny's presence at all? This is probably a conversation happening in the galley. Because that's because Kel mostly been living in the um the little not cockpit whatever cockpit is on a fucking boat I'm so sorry but yeah Bridge. like has been yeah been using the the bunk in there uh so he's probably very close by I love the idea that they're in the galley and Ariel is just like hopped up onto the counter because mm-hmm. like, they're gay and yeah. can't sit like a normal human being yeah Kel's probably in one of the booths. Like just, but sat sideways on the the seat so they can get up and move around as they need to because they can't sit in one position for too long. I can probably get you all a line on a place in a couple of weeks. Rip. The commercial uh, fishing season's about to end for the year, and all so all the fishermen are going to be dumping their seasonal apartments and going back home. Well, that's great. That'd be nice. But the only thing we need to do is get. Uh, someone to sign for Cal, so they can't I mean, trace you. Well, that I might have covered. Um, I've been trying to practice on some stuff. Hang on, and um, they will shift into one of their mixed forms. Which one? Which one? Which one? <laughs> which one? <laughs> uh, given the size that I, I haven't changed clothes. So it's got to be one of the shorter ones, which means it's one of the ones with Dante. Um, let's go with this. I'm going to just drop it in voice check. If it'll work. Because my computer is being a butthole. Why are you like this? There we go. This one. Because that's actually possibly close similar to what Kel has on right now anyway. So. Excellent. Huh. So yeah, the, their skin tone shifts lighter. The freckles are still there, but also the hair gets shorter and like starts coiling up, and the uh, eyes look change shape a little bit. And uh, yeah, this is a, a mixture of uh, Jude and Dante's features. So I'm very glad that you didn't. I, I'm simultaneously glad and disappointed that you didn't go with one of the Benny mixes because that would have been very funny. <laughs> I would, only because I would have busted out of the clothes. <laughs> I have on right now. <laughs> be Is this the, the point at which Dante leader. busts in? <laughs> that would be funny. Cal, I just had a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ariel, it's really eerie looking at Kel in this morph because, like, you can. The dude morph. Let me yeah. be clear. This is the Dante Jude morph, so it's the dude yeah. morph. Oh my, oh my god. <laughs> I feel like Dante comes is like hot. Like <laughs> uh but like it's it's really eerie because you can pick out features that are clearly Jude's and also pick out features that are clearly Dante's. Um and then of course there are some that are a mix of both. Uh but like Jude's eyes and like Dante's nose and it's it's eerie, is all I'm saying. Yeah. It's also weird to see Kel be closer to white. Mm. I think, like, mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I think that's one of the things they looked at and I'm just like, that's weird. Yeah, that's weird. I would go with disturbing. <laughs> that's the same thing as weird. <laughs> it's, it's, you know, I'm, I might actually be with Benny here. Hmm. I mean, it, hey, it works. I mean, I don't have to stay like this. So, you know, I mean, it'll make things more convenient, I guess. But yeah, um, we'll make some calls and do a thing. I'll find someone to sublet my room so I'm not breaking my lease. I mean, I could probably make it work, but I don't. Ugh. In October and then having to pay for another... Ugh, no. Hey, hey, y'all, did you know that most leases in Boston roll over on September 1st? Huh. It is a, it is a city of Boston thing. Um, uh, do you know how annoying it is to try and find a place? Uh, for not, <laughs> when you're, when you're not looking for a September 1st move-in? It's basically all sublets. Hmm. Um, Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Mac trying to move to Boston Corner. All right. Facts I was unaware of. Yeah. Uh, so, Kel and Ariel, you are able to find an apartment that doesn't look too closely at the paperwork. Um, because uh, Jade, would you like to do the honors? A legal person. Yeah. <laughs> so, I may have made this in um, Omega earlier this week. Uh huh. It was fun to do. Um, let me be clear. I'm aware this is unrealistically l large in terms of a floor plan, but I like to imagine that the height clearance on this apartment, which is a basement apartment, which would make it undesirable, one. Two, lack of light. This is a PDF. I'm real sorry. Um, but, like, the clearance on the ceiling is, like, 5'8". So <laughs> everybody... So Dante, Kel, and Ariel will be fine in there. Everybody else is probably not going to have a fun time visiting. <laughs> Cute. So Nice. Yeah, I opened it up and I was like, on a student budget? <laughs> like, I said, I, I, it's, it's kind of shitty. And it's like down a little flight of stairs and it has like very little natural light at all. Mm -hmm. So, And it's got a very low ceiling. Mm -hmm. So it's probably not quite that big floor plan wise, but like it's got like a living area and a kitchen area and a table crammed in the middle and two bedrooms and a fucking pokey bathroom. So. <laughs> nice. All right. Uh, who would like to go next? I'm going to say that that doesn't even take up a downtime action because that's kind of freeform sweet thank you hell yeah so everybody's still got three downtime actions i'm training for mine okay for like all, three? all three yes okay what are you training i am training resolve cool because getting used to being in morph mostly and just like being able to like cherry pick features and stuff like that mm -hmm. is kind of Kel's goal here so it's a lot of like morphing and practicing mm -hmm. and that sort of stuff fuck boosting my fucking stats of talking to people now i'm gonna get worse at that it's gonna be great <laughs> i just want to be able to 
turn into people slightly more reliably and get a single pip in more. <laughs> cool. All right. Who else? Can I turn my um, visit with my uh, parents with Max into a training for Resolve? Yeah. Fuck yeah. Because um, yeah. that's all the skills I have nothing in, Deceive, Sway, Intimidate, Morph. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. So, uh, so you, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, as far as uh, Jude's parents are aware, Max is missing. Mm -hmm. So Jude and Max need to visit their parents and be like, like Max is basically going to tell them that he ended up feeling overwhelmed by college and had to drop out and he was too ashamed to tell them. So he has been um, staying with Jude. Mm -hmm. So just to reassure them that their son is not missing. Uh, <laughs> and then you're going <laughs> to kill him. I'm not going to kill him. It's fine. All right. So he was feeling overwhelmed by college, has been staying with Jude. Uh, um, I think that that conversation goes uh, relatively well. Um, I think I think I think what how this comes about is essentially Jude gets a pretty panicked phone call one day um, where his parents are like, Jude, have you seen Max? Um, you know, the college says that he hasn't shown up for classes in weeks. Um, we don't know where he is. Uh, and then, you know, to that Jude, Jude says some of this um, go, they both go and visit their parents have a conversation. Um, is there any part of that you want to play out or do you want to leave it at this surface level? Um, I think I'm okay. Just uh, their sister would run up and give them a hug and um, their parents maybe look like they haven't slept in a few days. So Max okay. has that guilt. Um, uh, what do you say to your parents before you leave? Um. Hmm. I'm torn between. I think Jude says, uh, or actually no, Max says, don't worry about us. We'll be fine. And, Jude says, we love you. Mm -hmm. I was going to say, please someone say I love you because I will lose my shit. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, Jude gives his sister a big hug and like picks her up in the air. just like oh. trying to reassure them that they're okay. Uh-huh. 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 Mm -hmm. What does that do for my training? <laughs> um, you get an XP in the resolve track. Yay. I did it. Yeah. Uh, Max could, can... I'm going to... Max also gets three actions during this thing. Um, so if you want him to also train here or to do something else, you can. Yeah, we'll just give him a train. Okay. Also resolve? Yeah. Okay. Okay. 
All right. Um, what's up next? Um, so we've got Alma to deal with. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think, <clears throat> I think I'm going to spend, uh, at least one, if not two of my downtime actions trying to find a good place to stash them. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because, like... I don't know. Adrian's playing things a little close to the vest right now Mm -hmm. um, because he's not 100% sure of like Benny's and Dante's intentions at this point, like Mm -hmm. whether he can trust them or not. Mm -hmm. Uh, So he wants to uh, keep them somewhere that's kind of close where, you know, he and the rest of the gang can keep an eye on them. Uh, but he's also like keenly interested in trying to like establish uh, connections with the Yerk peace movement. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. Does, uh, does trying to find a place to stash them count as a long-term project and how many ticks on a clock would I need if it does? Uh, I don't think that's part of a long-term project uh, because I didn't make Kel and, a- and Ariel's finding an apartment a long-term project. Um, uh, they can stay on the boat if you would prefer that, but if you want them to be not directly near Benny and Dante, then yeah, probably getting them an apartment would work. Um, yeah. Sorry, Benny and Dante. I don't trust y'all. Um, so we can say we can start a clock for you Um, let's let's say that it is I almost want to say it's two clocks like one would be gaining uh, Alma's trust and the other would be making contact with the York peace movement. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think those would just be two, four step clocks, um, <clears throat> for a total of eight. Okay. Um, I don't remember, uh, during the downtime, did Alma say who their contact was? Uh, I don't think so. Okay. Um, Because I think specifically they said, um, that the, the structure of the York Peace Movement is purposefully opaque. Mm -hmm. Um, so this clock is, again, Alma's... Trust. Uh, you. I'm going to say that you have the normal rules of being able to spend rep in order to increase the result, or if you wanted to roll, or if you just want to take the two pips. <clears throat> it's up to you. Um. 
Um, I want to go ahead and just take the two pips because I don't trust my ability to roll at this point. Okay. Um, so I think I'm going to spend, I'm sorry, just to clarify, for the two clocks, they're independent of each other. So I could put two pips in one and two pips in the other. I don't have to complete one to complete the other, right? Um, I was imagining it as sequential, but okay. I mean- No, that's are- fine. Okay. Um, because it sounded like you're using, you're trying to go through Alma to contact the Earth Peace Movement. Yeah. So. Cool. So, yeah, so I'll spend uh, two of my actions uh, working to gain Alma's trust. Okay. All right. Um, what does that look like? I think some of it is uh, partially tied to trying to get them their new digs. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think some of it is just sort of Adrian trying to be, like, not obsequious about it, but just trying to be helpful. Um, You know, Alma probably can't really show their face too much, so... You know, Adrian periodically grabs uh, some groceries for them, uh, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, would Adrian ever morph around them for any reason? I mean, assuming things aren't going pear-shaped, then no. Okay. Alright. I rolled the one D2 off screen. So what happens? Um you have a key to their apartment, the new apartment that you got for them. Um and you are returning with groceries. They had given you some kind of list um for all of the you know, the kind of the kind of food that they wanted for the week. Mm-hmm. Um they're pretty conscientious about you know not ordering super expensive stuff but you know food um and so you go to the store you find everything you pay for it you come back um you key into the apartment um and what you see i'm imagining like a studio apartment um something relatively small um and you see that Alma is emptying the refrigerator of all of the food that you bought them last week. Okay. Uh, excuse me for a moment, y'all. I knew it! <laughs> <laughs> Very polite. <laughs> How far away from the microphone did you have to get for that, Brian? All the way back to my wall. (laughs) Bless. Um, and I think Adrian, like that is Adrian's reaction. He walks in and is just like, okay, do you do you need some help with that? Uh, Alma looks up, um, and is 
there's an expression of surprise on their face. Um, and they like drop what they're holding into the trash can. Um, and they say, uh, no, uh, I'm, I'm good. Thanks. Uh, you know, was just clearing out some, uh, of the stuff I just couldn't, didn't get around to, um, which, you know, is a lie. (laughs) (laughs) Um, um, I think Adrian's like trying to play it cool uh, because he knows that if he like, okay, it's like the, the social equivalent of making any sudden movements, Mm -hmm. uh, he will potentially spook them and, uh, you know, just kind of like ruin what, uh, he's tried to build up. And so he's just like, uh, you, you know, if you don't like those groceries, I don't have to get get them for you uh do do you need me to take the trash out uh (laughs) um they (sighs) I i think they're just like uh no no i'll i'll get it later um the God, I don't even know how they lie their way out of the situation, or how they try to lie their way out of the situation. Um, they're, they, they say, no, like, the groceries you're buying, they're totally, they're fine. You know, I just wasn't as hungry as, uh, as I expected this past week, um, and, and, and just didn't eat, um, all of it. Uh, did, did you eat at all? They look at the pantry or whatever cupboard is the pantry. Um, and it, it's full of boxes. And probably before you have seen these boxes and you're just like, okay, well, you know, they're going through them slowly because you can't really tell if a box is full or not just by looking on the outside of it. Mm-hmm. Um, they look at the pantry and then look back at you and they're like, yeah, I, I ate mostly uh, cereal. They're lying. Okay. <laughs> uh, Adrian looks pointedly at the the garbage, trying to see if he can see an empty milk carton. Oh no, the milk carton is full. At least pour it down the sink. <clears throat> Jesus. Uh-huh. <laughs> they follow Adrian's gaze to the to the trash, and they say, "I I like to eat my cereal dry." <laughs> Then Listen, you shouldn't ask for milk. <laughs> Listen, I'm not here to judge your eating habits, but you know, if and and this is an in-character pause as Adrian weighs his options. Mm-hmm. If human food isn't your thing, we can always try to get something else. <laughs> um, their their face kind of pales a little bit. Um, and you did fill the gain almost trust clock. Um, 
and they they motion for you to like come the rest of the way in and close the door behind you. Um, and uh, they take the groceries from you so you're not holding a whole bunch of groceries and begin to to put it into the now clean refrigerator. <laughs> and, um, and then they uh, sit down on like the super ratty couch. Um, and, uh, and abruptly, Alma Fox isn't sitting there anymore. Um, instead, what you see is a, a creature made, made out of, um, what looks almost like bone, but also looks metallic. Um, and is weirdly dog-shaped, like, think furry, but a skeleton. Okay. Why? A <laughs> no, bone dog, you. just like skin deer, a bone dog. <laughs> okay. <sighs> I need a this drink. Is fine. A metal it's bone fine. dog. I'll be right back, y'all. <laughs> Uh, and they look at you expectantly. Adrian just kind of like takes a deep breath, uh, probably counts to five in, in his head because this is definitely not the weirdest thing he's seen, but <laughs> it is still a little weird, so it doesn't warrant the full ten. Um and then uh, he says, well, uh, that's new. Um, so not to be rude here, but what are you? <laughs> uh, I think that we have on camera, a scene break, um, because I think that sounds good. What they mm -hmm. explain to Adrian, uh, kind of off camera, is uh, that they are um, of a race of androids known as the Chi, um, who came to Earth millennia ago. Um, and try to live peaceful lives among the humans. Um, they have super advanced hologram technology. Um, they are programmed for nonviolence. Um, and... Uh, the reason that they look like dogs is that their creators, the Pemelites, were basically dog people. Um, so, you know, made after their own image, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah. We could have made them anything, but we made them look like <laughs> us. Not oh my god. No. If I remember <laughs> the scant bit of the Wikipedia I've read about this, they weren't just dog people, they are dogs, right? Yes. Yeah. 
Earth dogs are yeah, these same creatures. Yeah. Yeah. All all the Pemelites were dying of a virus that was like a bioengineered virus that was released upon them. Um, and so to preserve Rude. a fraction of their spirit, uh, they the the chi created um, dogs <laughs> from them. Adrian makes a mental note to pick up batteries next time he goes grocery shopping. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But yeah. Uh, Is there anything else you want to do with that right this second, August? Nope. That sounds good to me. Okay. Uh, They do ask you not to tell the others. Well, we're really good at that, so... (laughs) <laughs> I don't know whether you're going to follow through with that, but that they will ask you that. If um, I if I was there, and Adrian does not have to take this, if I was there, I would be asking why. Out of curiosity, mm-hmm. I just want to know what her rationale is for that. I mean, Adrian does want to know their rationale, but also, like, given... Given how he currently feels about the rest of the group at the moment, like, he feels like he gets it. Wow. Oh, well, that's for another time. Don't don't be saying rude just yet, Ariel. <laughs> but Adrian nods. 